When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Introducing your 2022-23 Philadelphia 76ers media from Crossing Broad and West Virginia University, Kevin KK. Ah, yes. Thank you very much to the great Matt Cord for that introduction. I appreciate that big time. And what can I tell you, people? We've been doing this podcast for six years, seven years now. Never in a million years did I think that your town, your team, your Philadelphia Union would ever sniff MLS Cup, let alone qualify for MLS Cup and play for MLS Cup on the coming weekend as a number one seed on the road against uh, LAFC. Somebody pinch me. I must be dreaming, right? Never in a million years. Never in a million years did I think that this was going to happen, but I'm thrilled that it is happening. It's all positive around here. And, uh, you know, we felt that the most appropriate way uh, to celebrate the union going to MLS Cup was a reunion with the original founder of the podcast, my co-host, Dave Zeitlin. Let's go. With a special guest. Why don't you introduce your special guest that you have with you, man? I'm with, well... As you know, I covered this team for a long time, and they were never very good. And I stopped covering them around the time they started to get really good. And uh, <laughs> around that time, my son, my now a nine-year-old son, has become a big fan, and we like to go to games. And I've kind of completed my transition from covering this team to uh, being a fan. So here he is, my good luck charm, my nine-year-old son, Mr. Noah Zeitlin. Say hello. Hi. What's up, Noah? How are you? Are you a big Union fan? You're a huge Union fan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you think? I mean, the team's great. Have you been going down to the games? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, did you guys go down on Sunday night? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, it was definitely past my bedtime. <laughs> past your bedtime. Daddy kept you up after your bedtime. So what was it like? What Was, um, was it fun? Was it loud? How was the crowd down there? Um... I mean, if you're, like, in the finals and they score, everyone's going crazy. Yeah. Like, it's just you and your voice screaming. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to uh, take his shirt off and celebrate and just, like, throw his shirt like a towel over his head. So, uh, um, hey, do me a favor and push that laptop back just another couple inches because you sound actually better than I thought you would. Okay. Um, yeah. So give me, so what was it like getting down there? I mean, I heard that it was a, it was an early arriving crowd that everybody was dialed in. I mean, I can't believe you and I went to so many games where it was well, like half empty and nobody yeah. really cared. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's been interesting for me being in the stands. I mean, I get to see everybody around me. Um, people were locked in. We were sitting in our seats, you know, 40 minutes before kickoff, just everyone else seemed to be there kind of locked in, just kind of waiting. The anticipation was, was kind of bubbling over. Um, yeah, it was just a very locked-in crowd. I was next to a bunch of, like, kids on the other side, like eight kids from a, a club in New Jersey, I think. And they 
it was interesting. They knew so much about the team. They were talking to me during a game about, yeah. you know, um, about Jose Martinez always fouling, about uh, Jack Elliott's play. So uh, it, it's a very knowledgeable crowd, as I think we know. It's a, it's a great fan base. And, uh, yeah, I mean, incredible atmosphere. Probably the best atmosphere I've seen in the stadium. The three goals were right in front of where we were sitting for the union. Yes. Yeah. The second goal. The go-ahead goal. I mean, I that was my transformation into a fan, like fully. Like I was like on my feet, just like going nuts on that goal. Um, <laughs> it feels good, though, doesn't it? Like in a weird way, because because you you and I were always, you know, I mean, we were sitting in the press box. Like you're not supposed to cheer in the press box, but yeah, I mean, of course, we want the team to do well and we want them to succeed. You know, I'm not gonna like stand up and start clapping or whatever. But but now it's cool to be removed from that because you can openly I, I don't listen man i'm sure you can relate to this i don't have like any emotion when i watch any games because i'll just work for me i'm sitting there watching the eagles i'm typing yeah I'm sitting there watching the world series i'm typing you know i'm sitting there watching the flyers i'm typing you know so it's like but i got up off my couch a couple times during this game oh, yeah. and i yeah i must have been rusty because i didn't know how to celebrate some really awkward fist pumps and kind of like <laughs> Yeah, you know, yelping noises and things like that, but it's cool to be removed from that, right? And to to look at it more it as fun. Uh, as fans now, you know, versus like real real media, you know. I mean, it looked like it was it was rocking down there. I don't. So, did, what did did you what was tell, tell me what the stadium was like when New York scored first? It, it was actually funny because we like didn't notice. There is a group of New York fans near us. We we're kind of the opposite ends of the Sons of Ben, and like buried. In that corner, there are some mm. fans, which we hadn't seen until that goal. <laughs> and yeah. then they scored. They were going nuts. And there weren't that many fans, like, sprinkled throughout, like, maybe one in our section or the section over. So it was yeah. like, definitely, like, 99% union crowd at least. But that corner just was going nuts. And then, you know, it was a little nerve-wracking when Blake made the save. Like, there were definitely um, cheers, but it wasn't as big cheers as I think he would have gotten on such a big save if it was, like, nil-nil still. Yeah. We're all kind of nervous. Like, like we know, like the Union have lost so many games like that where they played well. They probably outplayed, but they lose one nothing. So yeah. Yeah. there's kind of, a, kind of a nervous energy, but people like were definitely feeling like the goal was possible, I think. And then uh, once they scored, um, yeah, I mean, to score two goals like that to take the lead, uh, we were definitely cheering and definitely turning towards the uh, New York fans right now. Mm-hmm. What did what do we say to the new, to the New York fans? Um, I can't remember. What was the chant? Go back. <laughs> oh yeah, go back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good chant. That's a safe chant, and that's an appropriate chant. I think I like that one. Yeah, um, it works. It works a little better with go back to Ohio and go back to to uh, New Jersey. <laughs> to go back to New York is kind of yeah. Yeah, you need like an extra like uh, <laughs> syllable in there to make, to make it roll off the tongue or something. Um. Yeah, I mean, watching on TV. I mean, I got the sense that people were still, people were still dialed in. I mean, it's, it, there was some nervy moments there, right? Especially when Andre made the big save, and you know, I went on Twitter, I, I did the video breakdowns for a couple of those, and that was just kind of nervous. Corner kick comes in, them trying to hack the ball clear, trying to trying to find a mark, trying to get back, and you know, they got a little switched up there as New York kind of threw the ball back into the box, and Andre had to bail him out, but. 
Yeah, it's funny, man, because I, you know, I said this on the post game show. The catalyst for the comeback was a huge goalkeeper save, and then a defend a defender getting the first assist. You know, yeah. isn't that like so apropos for what this team has been under Jim? Yeah. They're like a goalkeeper and a defender would would start defender of the year, goalkeeper yeah. of the year. Really, they're the one. They were the catalyst for the comeback. And it it was cool for me because like I still know a few of the players from from when I covered them, and obviously one of them is uh, Corey Burke, and him coming in really seemed to change the whole complexion of the game. Yeah. I mean, obviously he had the goal, um, but everything changed once he came in. I was really happy for Corey, obviously Andre Blake, and uh, you, you know it's cool for for knowing me. We see Jim Curtin and Alejandro Bedoya almost every week because their sons play in the same club travel team as him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so they're like they're both really good soccer dads as well. So like we get to see that, which is a, which is a really cool thing yeah. for them to be so like embedded in the Philly soccer uh, community. So yeah, yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's uh, we've been saying it from the beginning. Regular guy, it's easy to cheer for. Um, mm-hmm. So what did so did you guys stay? What, what was the scene? Because on TV, right when uh, you know they won the game, everybody rushes the field or whatever. Uh, Stu Holden comes up and he does the trophy presentation. Mm-hmm. I don't remember too, seeing too many like large, wider crowd shots. What was the vibe when <laughs> they were doing the trophy celebration? Everybody it seemed like everybody was hanging out and having a good yeah, time. Yeah, we were hanging out, and what happened? We got on the uh, jumbotron. Yeah, we got in the jumbotron. Yeah, uh, yeah. Noah held up his sign. Did you see a sign he made? I actually, have it right here. Oh yeah. <laughs> see it real quick uh, oh wow this is very intricate i'm going to describe it here okay yeah, it says yeah. it says go union our blood runs gold it's got a bunch of jerseys on there beat nycfc there's a snake um <laughs> here hang on just hold that up there i'm gonna take a screen grab of that all right good. there we go yeah that's a, that is very very nice um there's a soccer ball in there what is that like electricity coming off the side oh it says glessness rocket yeah on the soccer ball <laughs> There's an Andre Blake brick wall. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ice in Ma- McGlynn's veins. You see that? Ice in uh, McGlynn's veins. I see that too. Yeah. yeah. Who, who do I see there? Uh, Mikael Orr's jersey. Yeah. Revenge time. Yeah. Wow, that is very good. That's much better than any sign I've ever made. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So, every, so everybody was hanging out like no. Yeah, so we were holding up signs. Yeah. It, it was cool being in the stadium because they would flash to the fans on the Jumbotron. So like we got up there, we were going nuts. And yeah, I mean, though, <laughs> I honestly. I forgot there would be a trophy ceremony or, or it didn't even dawn on me yeah. until after they won. This was like, we never thought we'd see the union <laughs> hoist the trophy inside the stadium. I guess we saw the other teams do it for the, uh, for the uh, U S open cup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you had those pictures that we took where we were standing up in the press box, you know, you saw Seattle on the, on the podium and all the union players lined up, like, you know, off to the side of them or whatever. Good like picture, like, you know, snapshot of what that, that game yeah. was, you know, I, I thought I gotta be honest too, man. I, I don't, there's part of me for a minute there when New York scored, I was thinking like, Oh man, it's just, is, you know, is this not going to be their night? You know, is it going to be another, mm-hmm. you know, I think the analogy I use like four times on four different shows already was like uh, Andy Reed and the, uh, you know, the Eagles like choking another NFC championship game, you know, Joe Juravicious running down the uh, field for a, t- for a, huge gain and the Panthers and the Cardinals and all that. I was like, man, they're not going to lose another big one at, at home, are they? But it's just the way they won, man, was um, was poetic. You know, like I said, a goalkeeper and a defender, you know, being the catalyst for the comeback and, you know, for them to be resilient and come from behind and, and not not choke it away like a typical Philadelphia sports team, you know, like to 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 show that fight and grit and hustle and, and face some adversity and, and come back and, and, and triumph. You know what I mean? Because you said it earlier, man, it was like – how many times did we watch union teams in those kinds of spots? 
yeah. play those kinds of games and lose those kinds of games and find, and they just could not find ways to win those types of games in the past. Yeah. So not only for them to come back and win, but to do it emphatically yeah. with and two then, goals and then yeah. an insurance goal, you know? And in the open cup finals we saw there, I mean, they probably played pretty well in both those games. Definitely the uh, yeah. one against Seattle, that they just weren't quite good enough. But um, yeah, like now you kind of felt they were the better team. It was just a matter of, could they finish it off? So what do you think though? Like when they fell behind one, nothing. So I was so like I wasn't I wasn't even like with him at that time. He found like two other friends and went to sit with them. So uh, I actually, Wait, your son your son ditched you at the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. He ditched yeah. me the 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 first NY's Seagull and then the next two uh, Union goals. He was with his like his, like two best friends, two sections over. So, like, what do you think when they fell behind one nothing? Did you think they were going to blow it, or were you confident? I mean. I was pretty confident, but my friends, we were doing this union thing at school if they won. That's why my other friend was stressed, but I was still very confident that you they are? would win. Okay. There you go. See, that's how you have to be. He's not, you know? he's not jaded like us. He's uh, He's got no. that youthful optimist. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he's been watching his team pretty much dominate the last couple <laughs> seasons. I mean, it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty weird thing, right? <laughs> yeah, you you and I had uh, the early years of the union, however, however many years we worked in the newspaper and television yeah. business, you know, to uh, – you know, yeah. to, to reinforce our jade, jadedness or yeah. our burn, burned outness or something. You know, it's no, funny because yeah. uh, it's funny because David Goss from MLS, he does a, um, you know, a, a Twitter spaces show every day that they turn into a podcast. Right. And he hit me up this morning and he's like, Hey, I want to do a deep dive into the early days of the uh, Philadelphia union. So we talked about Sakevich, We talked about Novak. Oh, we talked about Rice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I really should have Dave and Matt here yeah, you know, with me doing this with me, you know, cause I was thinking of, uh, you know, the podcast we yeah. did like five or six years ago with the top 25 most most union moments of all time yeah. <laughs> and all the stuff that we talked about yeah. in like the early days of this podcast and all the crazy signings and crap goals that they gave up. And uh, but I, I want to say I want to fall on my like crutch line and say, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But I, but I can believe it because yeah. this team has, has been that yeah. good. For yeah. The last four years. Yeah. I'm glad Noah missed those kind of lean early years and he, he's kind of jumped on. his jadedness now more stems from the fact that he loves watching soccer and he loves watching basketball too but he's not a big baseball football guy so okay. like the eagles phillies in a way are kind of overshadowing his true team which is the union yeah um, yeah he wrote an essay in school i'm not sure if you saw this 12 reasons why soccer is better than than baseball uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could read it he could read it for you now if you want to if you, if you think your listeners would want to hear 12 years. I would love to hear that. And apropos, I've got the World Series <laughs> on another TV right now. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. I don't really write anything during the game unless I have to. But, yes, we are recording this podcast during, uh, during. Game 3 of the World Series. So, uh, yeah, if he has it there, he can even give me his list, the top 12 reasons. You want to do it? Yeah. Um, you want the world to hear your list? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right, go ahead. Okay. Number one. Way more action. Number two, all different chants. Number three, goals make everyone go crazy. Number four, World Cup. Yes. Number five, every country plays it. Number six, they don't. They go crazy when the goalie saves the ball. Number seven, ref you suck. <laughs> Number eight, over over a thousand different soccer balls. Number nine, ripping off your shirt. Number ten, baseball isn't a thing in Europe. Number eleven, you don't know you don't need all these equipment for baseball. For soccer, all you need is a, go- a ball and a goal. Mm-hmm. Well, soccer is the heart of our world. 
Soccer is the heart of our world. That's wow, that's, that is very eloquent. Yeah, and listen, I spot no lies there. You yeah, know? Um, all like, of those are very valid. Yeah, I would like to add one more for kids, which I think MLS should kind of market the fact that soccer games are two hours and baseball games are four hours. If you're a kid or a parent of a kid going to a, yeah. going to a World Series four hour game is uh, yeah. And if you're uh, if you're a Mets fan, they probably feel like they're even longer <laughs> than that. You know, so had to make yeah. sure I got got one in on on you exactly. there. You know, but exactly. but um. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, man. I just I just wonder what your thoughts are because I, I I said this on Twitter. You know, I feel like LA versus the Union. It's first of all, it's a great game because it's the two best teams in the league by far. I mean, how often do two number one seeds um, yeah. meet up in any final in any sport? You know, the NFL last year, the Titans, and the Packers both lost the first weekend. You know, and look at what happened in baseball this year with uh, you know the Phillies and the Padres is five six or whatever. You know, but. It's interesting because you know LAFC won the shield on uh, you know on tiebreaker. They had the same amount of points, and I know that they had it wrapped up going into the last game of the year, so LA didn't need to get a result in the last one. However, they did put out their starting eleven, um, and they played a pretty strong team, and they still lost. So I, I, I see it kind of as a referendum on the best defensive team, a team that scored more goals and conceded fewer goals, versus a team that just won more games. You know, and, and I don't, I, you know, we've tried to. We can litigate that over and over again. What's more important, winning more games or not losing, right? I mean, that's factored into the points as it is, but I just find it fascinating, yeah, because like you could make an argument that, you know, both of these teams were great, and I, I could I could listen to an argument for LA being better than Philly. I could listen to an argument for Philly being better than LA. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to just watch as a fan. Um, yeah, I mean, they were tied on points. They were the two best teams, clearly. But at the same time, doesn't that sort of feel like a David versus Goliath type situation? Like it does LA, feel like it does still feel. It's supposed to be there. They have the they have the big players, the big salary. The union still has a pretty low salary, um, kind of yeah. punching above their weight all year. So, I mean, like, what's not to love? It's a true like underdog thing, right there. I mean, yeah, yeah. LA's got the big owners. They the, like Hollywood A-listers, right? As their owners, we got. Did you got, see the tweet that they showed? So I don't know who tweeted it, but somebody did a list of like notable owners for each team, like celebrity <laughs> owners and stuff. And for yeah. you know LAFC, it was like you Will, know, Farrell. Will Farrell, Mia Hamm, Nomar Garcia, yeah. Para, blah 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 blah. And then for the union, it just said Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. he was the only person yeah. listed. He was like the only person that they felt was notable or something. So I felt that was you know. No respect uh, for Jay Sugarman, who's been here since day one. Yeah, he, poor guy. He had COVID, too. That's why he wasn't at the game the other day. Did oh, yeah. hear I didn't hear that, no. Yeah, did you hear about that? I saw somebody tweeted that out. I think it was Tannenwald said that, yeah, Union yeah, Box yeah. was not there because uh, he had COVID. You know, He could have just flew the helicopter down, just hovered over top of the yeah. field, I think. Hopefully but, he can fly, take his yeah. private jet to – I don't know if the FAA would clear, clear, clear him for that airspace, but you know, he would be socially distanced for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. Do you, do you buy – you know, it's funny because I feel like the Cincinnati game and the New York game, they're playing at home. They're the number one seed. They're a big favorite. Um, I think they showed a lot in, you know, having the pressure being on their shoulder and playing on their, their home field and, and knowing that, like, they have to rise to the occasion. They are expected to win these games. Do you buy the underdog mentality? Like, a, is it a Philadelphia Eagles dog mask kind of thing? Or, or, or are we not, are we not going to do that for this game? I think we should, don't you? I mean, like, what do you think, Noah? Do you think Philly is the underdog going on the road across the country to Los Angeles or a really good team? I mean, they're probably tied with um, being 
better at soccer, but <laughs> now going across the country, that might it might be a little upset if they win. But yeah. I'm still confident for them. You are? You think they're going to win? Yeah, definitely. Okay. See, I like this. I like this. This just like confidence and pragmatism. You know, I, I should go more. I should go to nine year olds more often on this podcast. You know. Yeah, he's raising the level of this podcast. Yeah, he is raising the level of discourse, and you know, God knows it was very low at one point when we, when we started doing this thing. You know, we were trying to just come up with anything we could come up with. It'd be I funny think, to go go back and listen to some of those early episodes too, and just think like, is this the same <laughs> same franchise that we're talking about? Yeah, and back then it was like the same thing every year. They would finish with like the same record, right? They would they would always have the same amount of points. <laughs> yeah, and we were like talking about. Yeah. I can't even remember we, we, what we were talking about. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. is CJ Sapong the guy? Yeah, you know? yeah right, exactly. man, I don't know, but. I think- um, I'd like to throw a question out to everyone listening where mm-hmm. people are watching the game Saturday. Well, we, we haven't really decided if we should do a house with some of his friends in his class who are union fans, if we should try a sports mm-hmm. bar. I saw the mm-hmm. union tweet something out. Maybe that they might have something, a big watch party at Subaru park or something else. So I'm curious where the party is on Saturday because we're, we're definitely game to watch with some people right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let us know then. Yeah, for sure. If you're listening, let me know where you're thinking of doing it. I, you know, I thought it'd be cool if they did like a big watch party, you know, at the stadium or, or something like that, or found a central location where all the, the fans could do it. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a good question. I have no idea where I'm going to watch it either. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people who kind of, I, I don't know if this sounds weird or whatever. I like to watch games by myself because yeah. I, I like to, pause and rewind and do, you know, clip video and, you know, like tweet yeah. over top of it and stuff. I don't know. I can't like sit there with a bunch of other people and kind of like have the same experience. I don't know yeah. if that's weird, if that makes me like a recluse or something, but um, I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking I could tell my dad to come over cause there's a chance that game six of the world series is going to be played uh, at eight o'clock, I guess that night. So you can have Philly, Philly's, uh, you know, yeah. get out of a union Philly's doubleheader. You know, um, yeah. I think I don't know if my dad would make it though. I, you know, we we both be asleep probably by like ten o'clock. But does um, your dad like watching pro soccer or no? He does. You know, I mean, he and he he you know he grew up as like a he grew up in like the Norristown area as like a traditional four for four guy. You know, I mean, we grew up what you know we always had the Flyers and the Sixers on in, in the TV house. So we had Buddy Ryan's hard nosed defense on the TV. You know, but he yeah. he likes watching the Union just as much as anything. Yeah. Yeah, you wrote a you wrote a, a good column on the four for four thing, and I tried to tweet some points too. It's been interesting these last few days, kind of seeing this. He's been wearing his like union gear for like mm-hmm. Halloween stuff at the zoo and trick or treating, and he he's definitely getting a lot of like uh, go unions. That people definitely seem to be knowing what's happening. Probably less yeah. people, less casual fans know to like necessarily watch it on TV, but they know that the union are our team in Philly and they're playing well. So. Uh, Baby steps, man. Baby steps. We got to start somewhere. We are making some progress. And uh, it's cool for him in his school. There's like him in, in his grade. There's like a few other kids who like really love the team and they love the sport of soccer and they kind of have that connection, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, like you and a bunch of friends just like trying to spread the union to the, to the rest of your grade. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little hard. I actually spread it to what? Actually, one kid started watching it. There you go. Well, we're trying to we're trying to spread it to as many people as possible. Yeah, you know? um, there's a Phillies day. There's a Phillies day at the school Monday, and I think the principal said they might do a, a union day so kids could wear their like union gear, possibly Friday. So listen, man, that's all anybody's asking for. Right? That's what I that's I what I gotta say. And the go ahead, Noah. What do you want to say? Um, I wore my union gear. I wore I wore my union gear on the on on Phillies day. Uh, oh, no. The principal see it. 
Okay. Well, you went, yeah, you went rogue there for sure. Yeah. Um, well, listen, I mean, well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for sharing the column. You know, I, I just keep, you know, we would do, you know, I mean, I don't have to re- repeat it, but it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, all we're asking for is pe- for people not to, to dump on it if they don't have to. And nobody's yeah. saying that you got to like the union or watch the union or whatever. Just like, can we just move on from the 1995, you know, soccer is for communists, whatever, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's, it's and, I mean, and if you yeah. say it's boring too, I mean, there's def- there's a zero zero baseball game through seventeen innings, right, in the playoffs. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so- soccer can be boring at times, I guess. Pitcher's duel, you know. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you. I mean, do, what what do you make of the Eagles being seven and zero and the Phillies being in the World Series at the same time as the Union yeah. finally make it to uh, MLS Cup for the first time? Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird for me because as you know i I grew up in new york so i kind of still have those connections to the mets and to the giants so it's been hard to change those loyalties like i love the city of philadelphia i've been here 20 years now and i'm kind of wondering if there are more people like me who who are transplants who 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 have those connections to the teams they grew up with but the union came at at a time when i was in philly and i didn't have a connection to any other team so so the union was always like that team and so I mean that's that's one angle where I think is interesting, but yeah, I mean, and then the other thing is, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they are overshadowed a bit, but if the Union and Phillies do win at the same time, I mean, that's obviously something that could be pretty incredible for this. City. Yeah, listen, man, they don't, they, they, um, you know, if the the Phillies are winning right now as we're recording this, and it's the series is tied one one. You know, if the series goes to six, you know, you could have two, um, dependent on the outcome of these next couple of games, you could have two Philadelphia teams playing for championships on the same day. Has that ever, uh, yeah. I'm pretty confident that before. has never, ever <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in, in 1980, the Sixers, the Flyers, the Eagles, the Phillies, all, all I believe all four of them played for a title in 1980, right? But they weren't, they weren't happening at the same time, you know? Um so, I mean, this would be like unprecedented, you know, if, if it was <laughs> you know, a nice, nice one, two double header. So here's the thing, man. I, I just, I'm glad that they have, that they ended up with their own time window. Right. So they're not going to, the Eagles are playing on Thursday night. So they don't have a Sunday night. Right. Um, and the Phillies game is going to be later. So at least they get exclusivity in that 4 PM or whatever slot that it is. So, I mean, that's, you know, at this point, that's all you can ask for, you know, I mean, they got a banner hanging off the of city hall. People <laughs> seem to, people seem to be down with it. I mean, wh- whatever, man, I'm not, I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm I feel bad because I kind of I feel like my loyalties have kind of shifted to uh, Noah. I mean, I, I tell him he could root for all the Philly teams, but he just doesn't seem to have the same thing for the Eagles or the Phillies, and he just doesn't in general just doesn't seem to like watching football and baseball as much as soccer <laughs> and basketball. Love the yeah. Sixers, right? Yeah, yeah Sixers are yeah. a squad. Yeah, but, but likewise, man. Are we you know people who kids who are growing up Union fans like you know? Yeah. If they want to get on the Eagles bandwagon later, that's cool too. I mean, it's not there. There's room as as big of a Philly town, as big of a sports town as Philly is, and New York is. You can handle five teams, right? You can handle six or seven teams if you really want, you know. So it's that's not. Yeah. You know, I'm not like I'm trying to say that the Union have to replace yeah. some other team. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there's just there's enough for everybody, and it's just been cool to see. You know, and you're getting like more recognition, I think, from like the blue check marks on Twitter and. Even NBC sent a reporter down there on Sunday night. They got the Chiron wrong. They said they're going to the MLS World Cup. But uh, listen, <laughs> man, it's a start. I mean, yeah, you got to start somewhere, you know. So uh, well, the World Cup's coming too. So we're excited yeah. about that, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. So final thoughts, um, Noah. You, what do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Who's going to win? Um, the score. Who's going to score the goals? Yeah. And the final score. What do you think? I mean, 
The final score would most likely be probably a tie, and it's very possible for it to go to shootoffs. I'm not really sure if they're good at shooting. But... <laughs> penalty kicks, yeah. I, I shootoffs, penalty kicks, yeah, close, yeah, same thing. Um, that's so, a good call. I can see that, yeah. What do you think is going to score for the Union? Um, um, Ray and Glesnes. Oh, Glesnes. Nice. Ure and Glesnes. So you think it's going to be a, a, a little 2 2 through extra time? Go to PKs? I mean, that'll be fun, PKs. Okay. He said, he said Ure and Glesnes. I thought he said Ray there. I was thinking Ray Gaddis. I'm like, Ray Gaddis doesn't play for the Union anymore. <laughs> nah, but, no. yeah, okay. okay. So he's got Mikael Ure and Jacob, Jacob Glesnes scored for the Union. Okay. Right. Glesnes Rocket. The Glesnes Rocket. Yeah. Glesnes Rocket. Yeah. He's going to unleash that rocket. Yeah, what if he replicated that for the second time at LAFC? Now that would oh, be that's right. That was that was the game right before the, the world shut down, right? Yeah, yeah, right before COVID. I was laying in <laughs> laying in bed and I jumped up out of bed like I was scared Sless, you know. Yeah. 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 Um what do you got, Dave? Oh man, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I had my head tells me it's gonna be an LA win, but uh yeah. my heart says union. I'll I'll say two one union with the uh, Carranza. And uh, and uh, and Corey Burke. I'm gonna take the over 2.5. Uh, not that anybody asked. I think it's like a two-two game, and it goes into extra time, and then mm-hmm. you know Jesus takes the wheel from there. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, with, with yeah. Terry Underwood on vocals, yeah. The PK um, shootout for the MLS Cup final would be intense. Yeah. Do we even know the, the like uh, who would line up first through fifth on the Union? Have you thought about that? First yeah. Through? Yeah, I mean, for sure, Gosh Dog takes one, you know, um, the striker who's up there. You know, it'll be one of Karan. I guess Carranza will probably play 90. Um, I would let Kai Wagner take one. I would be fine with Jack Elliott taking one. Jack McGlynn will probably be in the game. I'd be fine with him taking one. You know, it's a bummer that Bedoya's not healthy. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, yeah. But it's been the way – that's been the case for all the playoffs, and they've been all right without him so far. So, hey, man, fingers crossed. I mean, it's already the greatest year that they've ever had. It's going to be a successful year no matter what. Uh, to me, I think they're playing with house money at this point, you know? So that's just, yeah. that's just like my opinion, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Any closing thoughts, Noah? Do you want to say why you like the band Imagine Dragons before we go or, or not? You an Imagine Dragons fan, Noah? <laughs> yeah. Kevin yeah. loves them. He's a big, he's a big Imagine Dragons guy. Uh, one of my, one of my all time favorites. Yeah. <laughs> right up there with you. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Close us out with some Imagine Dragons. Okay. Yeah, I should. I should play us off to break <laughs> with Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I have to get the licenses from or whatever. But uh, hey, listen, man, this was fun. It was. It was. This was the only way to to celebrate the Union going back to MLS Cup. Was it was a always soccer 2016 reunion with the two yeah. uh, the two original co hosts. Yeah. It was a pleasure, man. I wish I could do it in person, you know. But uh, yeah, I'd love to come by. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having Noah. On. Did you enjoy your first yeah. uh, your first podcast appearance or what? Yeah, definitely. You want to come back? Mm-hmm. Next time the Union are in the MLS Cup, we'll, uh, we'll have Noah come back. Absolutely. Okay, Noah gets a a slot every time the Union go to MLS Cup. <laughs> Those are the rules from now on, all right? Sound good? Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.